Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. And today, we're going to be talking about a K-drama. <laughs> as Rachel looks at our show notes. <laughs> I was adding things. I was adding things. Oh, okay. okay adding so, things. so the drama uh, that we're going to be talking about in this episode is available on Netflix, uh, which is awesome because I have a Netflix membership and I really hate ads. <laughs> I am a member of Netflix. <laughs> an exclusive I am an, member. I am an exclusive member of Netflix and I am entitled to certain privileges. Such as no ads. Such as no ads. I love having no ads. Yay, no ads. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Vicky, but it, it's, it's, it's a rough life. But anyways, the drama that we're going to be talking about is called My Horrible Boss. And that's the English title. Um, so if you're looking for fan fiction or other stuff, look it up by the Korean title, which I did not write down. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you can probably just Google it. My Horrible Boss, Korean drama, and figure out what the Korean name of it is. But yes, yes it is called My Horrible Boss on Netflix. So if you're looking for it, that is what you're going to need to search. It came out in 2016, so um, not too long ago. There are 16 episodes that you can watch on Netflix and on Vicky. So if you don't have a Netflix membership, if you're not a member. If you're not a member. If you're not an exclusive member, you can watch it on Vicky also for free. So again, it's a 2016 drama and it stars uh, Lee Yo-Wan and Same. Yoon Sang-hyun. And it is not a teenage drama. It is definitely Ooh. a drama involving adults. And not just adults, like like older, like older, older adults. Yes. I mean, young adults too. There, there are some young adult problems, but it's mostly focused on a man in his late thirties and his family, which consists of his elderly father, mm-hmm. his uh, young son, and his brother, who is like in his mid twenties. Right. So it's more of like a twenty to forty year old drama. Right. Essentially. Um, and I was really drawn to that because there is a lot of stuff on Netflix that is, like, teenage drama or it's, like, young 20s romance. And, like, ah, I'm just not as into that anymore. There are some obvious exceptions, of course, like She Was Pretty that I really like. But I was drawn to this because I don't have a great boss. <laughs> and. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, I I wonder what that's like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I mean, everyone's had like a not so great boss before. And I will say that my boss has grown on me. But anyways, I was drawn to this because of the title and I was like, this sounds interesting. So I started to watch it. We'll read you the synopsis real quick before we get into the nitty gritty because I made, uh, poor Emily watch some episodes of this. Our tastes don't really align for K-dramas too often. And I, th- no. I pretty much enjoyed this way more than she did, so thank uh, you, Emily. <laughs> and I watched every single episode. Oh, okay. Every awesome. single episode. She really suffered for me, guys. Thanks, Emily. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the synopsis for this drama goes as such. Marketing department manager Nam Jungi is so nice that his colleagues call him Father Teresa and Walking UNICEF. There is nothing that can... <laughs> Uh, there is nothing that can ruffle Jungi's feathers, but his new co-worker from their main competition, Ok Dajung, who is so nasty she's been nicknamed Miss Temper, and isn't impressed with Jungi's affable nature. A figure from Ok Dajung's past 
makes it his mission to destroy the one thing that she cares about and puts the company's livelihood on the line. Despite their differences, will they be able to unite to save their company? And that's actually a pretty good representation of the show. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what happens. <laughs> I mean, usually these summaries are like, here's what happens in the first episode. Right. And that's something actually I wanted to touch on, is that I felt like this was less of a freaking roller coaster oh, yeah. uh, than other Korean dramas. Like, this is... Like, the plot moves, don't get me wrong, but it's not, like, such a whiplash nature <laughs> like other Korean dramas where, like, it seems like five episodes worth of stuff happens in one episode. Like, th- this is more on pace with the American dramas that I'm used to. It definitely has a much smoother pace. I will say, though, that I, I felt like the first three episodes bored the fuck out of me. <laughs> Like, I, I didn't want to watch past episode three. I was like, really, Rachel? <laughs> but after that, it starts to pick up, and you can kind of see where the show is going. And I was like, okay, I'll give this a chance. Yeah. So, like, the first three episodes, you're not... It's it's kind of unclear about what's going to happen. There's a lot of, like, wacky hijinks in the first three. But after you see the direction of the show, you can see it, it's going up, like, the typical, like... Going up to a climax, climax, and then mm. the end. Like, you can see it. You can see it in the future. Yeah. Um, and with every episode, it's like climbing up a stair. For sure. So that's kind of why I liked this K-drama a lot. And I, I will agree with you that the first couple of episodes were like, mm, I don't know if I want to continue with this. But, you know, I was like, I want to see where they're going to take this. Because at the end of, I think, it's episode two or three, I was like, oh, Okay, so where do we go from here? Does the company go like fail? Uh, what happens to Junkie? Like, is he homeless? Like, what's gonna happen after this? And I honestly like after watching a few more episodes, like I really, really enjoyed the depth that they were taking the characters to. I really appreciated the the complexity of the plot without it being whiplashy like some other Korean dramas. Yeah, I mean, and it was about business and mm-hmm. it, it's about a cosmetics company and it starts off as a subcontractor and they try to break into the cosmetics mm-hmm. industry and you know sell products under their brand and that's a hard thing to do yeah and i don't know about y'all but like i really enjoy korean cosmetics and it was so interesting to kind of see i mean obviously it's not going to be a perfect representation right of what for happens, sure but it was interesting to see the other side of it mm-hmm. and i thought that was like super interesting a lot of the plot is directly tied into it being a cosmetic industry. Right. Quite a bit of the show is about just the industry in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not like about a romance. It it is a little bit business intrigue, but it's mostly straightforward of these people are trying to make a company a success. And And it's definitely like, this is the struggle of small business to break into a world of like corporate giants, basically. Yeah, it is basically a, a very small business is standing up to this big, what, what amounts to like, I don't know, like Amazon or Google. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, would, it would be like if you were trying to start your own cosmetics company right now and you had to go up against like, L'Oreal and oh my god yeah and and like Lancome and th- those were the type of people you were try- having to deal with to be able to break into the industry so let, let let's talk about the characters a little bit too I also really like that uh Da Jung 
I really love that actress, actually. Yeah, you'll... So uh, much. <laughs> you'll recognize her from other stuff. I, I love that actress so much. Like, she does such a good job playing, like, these really, like, hardened outer shell, like, strong female characters. And, you know, from, from the beginning, like, in the beginning episodes, you're like, wow, this lady is, like... A bitch! A bitch! But when she, so, spoiler alert, uh, she works for a big company, but then she leaves to work for the smaller company that Jungi works for, which kind of throws him for a loop because he's just trying to get to middle management, and she kind of steps in and takes that position away from him. But she, she wanted a challenge, and that small company was a challenge for her. You know, you think, like, she's a bitch for such a long time, but then you realize that, like, she is just trying to make the small company better. She wants everyone in that office to have something better. She wants that challenge. She wants to show her old boss what's what. Like, I really love how plucky she is and also, like, how how caring she is. But she she can be really, really stubborn also. I really like how they flushed out the characters so that she's not just a one-dimensional bitch or she's a one-dimensional cute bimbo. Like, even even one of the smaller characters, one of the minor characters, one of the girls in the office, like, you think she's one note, but she's not. Like, she has different layers to her personality. I think they did a really good job with that with most of the characters. Yeah, the core marketing team um, has a lot of plot devoted to their lives and Mm -hmm. um, And how work affects their lives, too. Yeah, how, how work affects the rest of their lives and how their personal lives are very much intertwined with this small company. Yes. As someone who works for a small company, that can happen for good and for bad. For sure. And I, I really liked and appreciated all of the, you know, like, when you have a success as a small group of people, like, it is such a success. Like, you all feel so high. But then when stuff is really bad, you are so low because there is pretty much, like, the buck falls to you yeah. Like in a small group. And there's not that much support left in a small group because you don't have anyone else to rely on. You don't have a big team that you can assigned tasks to. It's just you and your small group doing your thing. Being adults with adults' jobs, this really resonated with me a lot. I really liked, as sometimes they call her, Miss Okay. Yeah. I I like her. She's uh, the woman from White Knights uh, with the style and purple suits. Mm-hmm. Um, this character is also very styling. Whenever they do, like, a close-up of her holding documents, her nails are so on point. Yep. They are, like... So sexy. They are manicured, like, to the T. <laughs> and they always have really cool, interesting designs on them. It's not just, like, one color. No, no, no. No, it's designs. It is nail art. So I was like, yes, work, bitch. Her outfits, obviously, were super styling. I feel like the outfits kind of showed she really takes, like, pride in herself mm-hmm. and she's focused on herself and she wants to present the best version of herself like she wants to have the company be the best version of itself for sure she also has three ex-husbands yes yeah and this woman has to be what in her mid-30s yeah and i mean <laughs> maybe, maybe even young 30s yeah i i found it super interesting too that like her Three ex-husbands are talked about a lot and, like, really taboo, and they're like, oh my god, she had three husbands. But yet, Jung Yi is divorced also, and they, like, never talk about that. No. I was a little confused because it seemed like he was, like, a widower or something. I thought his wife died, too, until they were like, nah. <laughs> she She's never, she's, like, brought up maybe once. 
Yeah, maybe once or twice. I, I feel like the writers maybe couldn't decide if they wanted her to be dead or, or, uh, just have him divorced. So they were like, eh. <laughs> yeah, her, her three ex-husbands are characters in this show. Yes. And they're all also in the industry. Yes. All three of them are in the beauty industry. Which complicates things. It complicates things very much, and sometimes it helps them, and sometimes it doesn't. It seems like her three ex-husbands are all still madly in love with her and trying desperately <laughs> to win her favor. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But you you can also see, like, the clear flaws of, like, why they didn't work out. I also really like that they, they touch on difficult subjects, too. Like, at one point, one of the girls is sexually harassed by uh. <laughs> uh, a, a guy from uh, one of the bigger companies. Um, or actually, not a guy no. from one of the bigger companies. It's uh, from a guy that works in their HR department. And it causes a lot of drama. And a lot of tough decisions have to be made. But at the end of the day, they're like fuck you to this HR guy and you know but but it brings up a lot of stuff like well it's he said she said you can't you don't have any proof like how are we supposed to believe you you're gonna ruin this man's image and I felt like all of that stuff was very relevant even right now so I was really impressed that they decided to tackle a difficult subject like that uh I have a different opinion on that okay go ahead (laughs) um so yeah, this character that I wouldn't even say it's sexually harassed. He did harass her. He sexually assaulted her. He invites her to dinner under the guise of, oh, let's talk about your position at this company. And um basically, like, tackles her, attempting to kiss her. Yeah. Physically, like, trying to overpower her. This actress is always crying. It seems this character is always crying in this show. Yeah. It looks very distressed. She is crying, her face is red, she's very visibly turned off and uncomfortable, and um, I felt incredibly triggered by that. Uh, I know, it's like, triggered. Um, I thought it went too far, personally, for what it was. This isn't like an extremely serious drama. And parts of it are pretty slapsticky and funny. Yeah. I felt like the, the tone of it was too dark. I think that it went too far. I had a hard time watching that episode and it made me feel extremely uncomfortable. And then later on in like the last two episodes, the, this HR guy is actually like the brother-in-law of the, the CEO. And he has like stock in the company, but he comes around and he gets a redemption like in the last couple episodes. Yeah, I didn't agree with that that much. I didn't think that was appropriate, but... Yeah. But I feel like that is representative of what happens. Like, I, f- I feel like that was... Maybe it was too far for the show, but it is accurate to reality, I think. Uh, I don't know. I, I just felt like... Like, in the show, they were even like, we should go to the police. Yeah. And they didn't! They should have, like... I, I feel like if they wanted justice for this character, they... This guy should have been charged with something. But instead, he was fired, which is, you know, I guess more accurate. But then at at the end, they're like, lol, it doesn't matter. And, like, that did not sit well with me. That was, like, besides the first couple episodes being kind of boring and weird, that was uh, the the main thing that I was like, what the actual fuck? Yeah. (laughs) The rest of the show was pretty good. For what it was, in my opinion. It, yeah. it, it was not my favorite. You obviously enjoyed it a lot more. But, like, that was 
a very big thorn in my side about this show. I really, really believe that they should have handled it differently. Yeah, and there is uh, some suicide talk and imagery, kind of. So if that's triggering for you, just be aware that that is a thing that happens. That was always tr- most triggering for me, was yeah. that whole scene of, in the past, when Dajon was working for another company, one of the clients ended up hanging himself because um, he felt so bad about his employees. And, like, there was a... There was there was a lot of uh, the the boss of the small co- small cosmetics company of him trying to do that too, and I was like, that is uh, not cute. What I'm trying to say is like I feel like they they tackle a lot of serious issues, and maybe that wasn't the place for the, for that type of a because there there is a lot of comedy and a lot of like wah, wah. <laughs> in that drama too. But I feel like they they do cover a variety of serious topics just about like the industry in general. Well, I mean, sexual harassment is a part of the business industry. Any yeah. business industry will have that. I mean, kudos for tackling all this stuff, but I just feel like there could have been. A better way. <laughs> Not to say that there there isn't a, a better way to do it, but like I it's it's hard to be perfect all around. So anyways, is there anything else you'd like to talk about <laughs> regarding this drama? The romance. Okay, so the romance is what draws <laughs> you in at first. You're like, ooh, what's gonna happen? Also, in the first couple episodes, let me just side note here, the secondhand embarrassment is oh so strong, y'all. Like, I was, like, ripping the sides of my chair, like, <laughs> Like, it, it gets pretty bad. The, the main character guy is such a fucking pushover. <laughs> He's so... I did not... I, I was just like, grow a spine, man! No. Like, he uh, doesn't have one. He's like a noodle. He is. He's and so it, cute. And it's just like, my guy, Why? Like, you don't need to be, like, beat your chest manly, but, like, stand up for yourself. Nah. I I think part of his charm initially is that he is so just pathetic. (laughs) Just, just so pathetic. I mean, he he becomes very not pathetic by the end of the show. Yeah. So, so the love plot. Uh, there are actually, uh, two, two love plots. Yeah. Uh, that are going on in the show, but I feel like they are definitely, uh, minor plots compared to the major plot of them trying to become their own cosmetics company. Yeah, they are definitely subplots. The first one is between Miri, which is the girl who was assaulted, mm-hmm. um, who cries a lot, yeah. and um, Mr. Nam's brother, yeah. who is chronically unemployed or underemployed. He kind of doesn't give an F about anything. He has a lot of weird, odd jobs. Like, he was a model, a delivery person. He worked yeah. retail. He was a private detective. Yeah. the books. Like, he did a lot of stuff. And um, they have, like, their little romance. Mm-hmm. And she's always like, we don't have enough money to be in a relationship. Yeah. Our, our lives are too uncertain. And he's always like, YOLO. It's cool, we, baby girl. <laughs> we should be together. Yeah. So that's that. Also, like, there's shenanigans about, you lied to me! Yeah. As there always is. Of course. <laughs> um, and then there's the, the, uh, romance between Mr. Nam and Miss OK. Mm-hmm. And the hints of it are, like, in the first episode, and then it's completely squashed until the last two episodes, where yeah. I was like, this is so weird. It was, no, I didn't think it was weird. I felt like it was a slow burn. Okay. 
I, I, slow burn romance. Hashtag slow burn romance. It felt, it, it felt abrupt to me. I feel like they needed to put maybe more hints that he was attracted to her throughout the series. Not, not, not super big, but maybe him. Just- I saw them. You didn't see the hints that he liked her? To me, it seemed like he respected her. Mm, I don't think, I mean, I feel like it was, res- I feel like it was respect and revered and- her. I feel like it was respect and attraction. Yeah, to me, it just read as he reveres her as a smart businesswoman and a good coworker and a all-around good person and, like, a leader. Yeah. I did not get the I want to bang from him. Well, I don't think, I don't think he's that type of character either. I, I feel like he's, uh, drinking respect women juice. I, I honestly, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I felt like he never once was like, I'd like to, you know, Bed business over a, a table and fucker like oh my God. he not not that kind of energy. Uh, he had the energy of like I love and respect this woman very much. I'd very like I'd very much like to hold her hand and kiss her on the balcony, like but not in front of my son. <laughs> but not in front of my son. Yeah, yeah. It's like reserved for like the last two episodes. You don't even see these two kiss at all. No, you don't. In fact, you only see Miss Okay smile like twice. Yep. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> True facts. <laughs> to me, like I said, it seemed a little like out of the blue. Oh, oh also, we, I don't. We didn't mention this. They're next door neighbors. That's yes. where the shenanigans comes in. Yep. They're next door neighbors. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny too. Like she moves in, and he's like, "Who the fuck is this neighbor?" Like I hate him so much, and it ends up being her. It's so funny. My horrible boss. My horrible boss. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hilarious. And, uh, like, his son has a lot of interaction with her. Yes. Of course, at first, they don't get along. And then, you know, they slowly come to, like, a friendship. Yeah. Stuff like that. I don't know, Emily. What did, what did you rate this show out of ten? Um, I'd give it, like, like a seven. I would also give it, like, a seven. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we were more on the same page than, than I think you thought. Uh, but anyways... I, I gave it a seven, or I'm giving it a seven, because while I really liked it a lot, it did have, there was something missing for me plot wise. Like, I really enjoyed that it was not a whiplashy plot, like, it was very easy to follow, but I, I wanted more, more of the romance plot line, I think. While I enjoyed that it wasn't, like, the main focus of the story, cause god, that's so fucking boring. I wish there was, like you said, a little bit more to, like, string me along with their relationship. Yeah. Uh, a little more. Just a little more. I do feel like this probably could have benefited from maybe, like, an another episode or two. Yes. Like, if these... Ep- I agree. Like, if these episodes were maybe, like, I don't know, maybe, like, a half an hour, mm-hmm. and then they had more episodes, and then you could kind of have, like, a... It's kind of like an off-plot episode, where it's mm-hmm. just... Uh, the two main characters, and they just have to go do this one thing out of town together, and you can have, like, the romance. Yeah, for sure. Something like that. Um, I feel like they totally could have done that, too. I know. Yeah, I I do feel like it was just missing maybe just something, and also the fucking sexual assault plot line. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Let me sit you down and let me tell you no. (laughs) It's gonna be a no for me. Yeah. Um, But otherwise, it was very interesting premise mm-hmm. for a K-drama. Don't even think about the my boss is mean to me and she lives next door to me stuff. Just think about a small business trying to succeed in 
a very, very competitive industry. Yes. And an industry that I enjoy the, the fruits of their labor yes. from, you know? Yeah, it was it was definitely surprising for me, too, because I, I thought it was going to be like, oh, you know, like, my boss is mean, but I thought it was going to be way more romance-based. Yeah. And it's not. No, it, it's really not. <laughs> it's, it's not about that at all. It really is, like the synopsis says, about trying to get their small company to succeed. Um, also, there's a cameo from Cheetah, the rapper. So I, I saw her. I was like, wow, she looks really familiar. Two seconds later, wow, Cheetah really brings a crowd. Huh? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh, like, oh yes. yeah, I do know her. Yeah. <laughs> so guys thank you so much for listening to this episode you can find us on facebook facebook.com slash soulmates podcast you can find us on tumblr www.soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com you can also find us on instagram at soulmates podcast or on youtube watch our beautiful videos more coming soon um, you can also send us an email, soulmatespodcast at gmail.com, if that yeah. strikes your fancy. And um, leave us a review on iTunes, on Podbean, or on Stitcher. We're all there. And, yeah, we hope you have, like, a great day. <laughs> Go get them, Tiger. Wow, Emily, that was so uplifting. <laughs> I can be that sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, on occasion. On occasion, you know. Yeah, guys, have a great day, and if you want some K-drama recommendations as a Netflix member, just email us. <laughs> yeah, we both have membership to the Netflix club. <laughs> memberships. <laughs> yeah, we're always down to chat with you guys if you guys want some recs. Uh, just send us an email. Don't let your horrible boss get you down. We're here with you in solidarity. Yep. Bye! Bye!